0: This is the M Bomb Effect. M Bomb. Look at this guy. What the hell happened to his eye? He looks insane. Omen. I will tell my son this. You better make sure she
1: comes. Ghosts. It's like uh, going back to contents with uh, Tomb Raider. Austin Dash.
0: Eat you alive. Have you not seen Mermaid Andrea? He called her over to use her body to masturbate
1: himself. Streaming live from YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and the MbombEffect dot The embalm Effect starts now.
0: Welcome to the M Bomb Effect. I'm your host, M Bomb. Today with me, I have Justin Hart. He's here remotely. How's it going,
1: man? Oh, it's going pretty good. I'm very excited to be on the show, man. I've I've been listening for the last like month or so, and. I gotta say, y'all fucking tickle me right, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> no, I appreciate
0: that, man. I love the feedback. It's it's good to hear that, though. And I, you know, I I'm glad that we're able to tickle you right. You know, we like to give you a little tickle. You know,
1: you hit just the right spot. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> well,
0: it's, that's how you find the little man on the boat. You get you got to play around once in a while, and once once you find it, you just got to give it to him. So, <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> I filled up <that> for sure. <laughs> hey, man. I, uh, I just I'm glad to be on the show man and I'd like to start off with a story if you don't mind absolutely let's kick it off with a
0: story from Justin right now
1: all right so um me and my buddy were out of town right and we were working this long hour job and uh, we were just getting off we we're going to Walmart to get a little supplies some food maybe okay and uh we walked to the back of the Well, we get into Walmart. I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. Oh, you're good, man. No, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, we walk into Walmart, right? Yeah. And uh, I really, like, I get halfway down, and I realize I have to share, right? Yeah. And so the obvious choice in Walmart is the back bathrooms because uh, there's more privacy. You don't see a lot of people in there. Right. And um, so... I hunker down to take my poo and <laughs> uh every time i start to like really get into my phone start looking around right yeah and i start to notice that the crack in the door of the stall i see like a little flash of light oh and i'm like that's a little weird it happens once and i'm like okay maybe it's just a little coincidence yeah It happens for a second time so this time I'm not going back down to my phone. I'm looking straight at that crack. Yeah. Trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and it was probably like a second or two later. I see this like very like saggy looking eye. Like, I can see the bags under his eyes and everything. Oh yeah. Like his eyebrows were going all over the place. And uh, I was like, yo dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, th- that's like the most vulnerable spot for a guy you know yeah yeah you're sitting down on a toilet you got your damn pants <laughs> around your ankles <laughs> and you see this old creepy guy looking in so i jump out of the stall and follow this guy like halfway through the store and it turns out he was like this like extremely overweight like uh six year old man <laughs> so <laughs> i kind of just was like you know what uh, this guy's been a perv since day one, and I don't think he's gonna change. <laughs> nah, he's
0: a turd burglar, man. He's coming for your shit. It's
1: not good. You <laughs> Dude, can't let him get it. He smelled it. He smelled it for sure, bro. Because he, it was like instantaneously. I sat down, and it was flickering. And I saw this guy when I was walking in, and he was kind of like creeping around the front door. So.
0: Oh yeah, you can't let this I think guy. He was st- waiting on that. Can't let him take your shit, man. No, that, that ain't right. <laughs> no. No, this guy. This guy's. No yeah, he's obviously a stalker. He he wants he, he can, he's like a hunter, man. He 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 can smell it, you know. He's got those senses. <laughs> he's like one of those yeah, guys like cool, from back, Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. You gotta you gotta get away from those people.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that shit was honestly a little terrifying. Yeah, no. But no when I seen how no pun all he intended, was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit's terrifying. Yeah, it's the worst good. shit you ever had. So let me ask you, Embalm, have you ever had an experience like that where you're like almost literally caught with your pants around your ankles?
0: Nah, man. I, you know, I try to avoid those goddamn public restrooms, man. You know, especially in that I manner. Gone better. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. Y- you know, you gotta, you gotta pinch the loaf, you know, as as they say, and you gotta just squeeze those cheeks tight, get in that car, and drive your ass home. So that way, nobody's climbing through the stalls trying to steal
1: your shit. You don't want that. I feel that, but it it kind (laughs) of depends on how loose that shit is, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes
0: (laughs) under under hot pressure and in an emergency, man.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you
0: you, got to be careful. (laughs) So, so you're at the store. This happens. um, So, what happens when you get out of there? Do you see the guy? Does he does he engage it? It's
1: funny. I I kind of chased him like halfway out the store, and then I was like, I gave up, and I run into my co-worker because he was in the same store with me getting his little supplies and uh i told him the whole story and he's like dude he looks to me so serious in my eyes And he's like dude you cannot tell this one to anyone else (laughs) and i'm like now i'm telling it on a fucking podcast live and here he is (laughs) on the emblem
0: (laughs) effects just spilling his guts out after a long hard day of taking the dump
1: and 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 dodging turd burglars (laughs) in the bathroom yeah, exactly. Ugh. You know in the head, and for real.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a crazy world out there, Justin. You can't let these people. It is. Take, you can't take. You know, you just can't take any shit, especially when it comes to them.
1: It was kind of crazy because at the time I was, yeah. I was a lot heavier. I was like three hundred like ten pounds maybe. All right. And uh, I just kind of thought to myself, I'm like, does this dude get off on a three hundred? Ten pound dude shitting on the toilet, like is that his thing? Like what? what and I guess it is. <clears throat> what brings a person to go? Hey, you know, I I really want to go
0: crawling into stalls and and, and, and stri- creeping people out. Not only that, but just stealing their shit out of the out of the toilet. What what makes people think that?
1: Yeah, come on, bro. What's what he gonna do with it? What do you want? The like spice melange or something? <laughs> He's got a whole collection at
0: home in the basement. He's got jars filled with just guys' <laughs> shit everywhere. He doesn't discriminate oh, either. Man, he'll he'll I even go into the women's bathroom too, probably.
1: Oh, my. I wouldn't doubt it with this guy. He was mad creepy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, you know that's why you
0: just gotta you gotta dodge him, You know, and like I said, you, you know, it, it just it comes to the point where you just you gotta go. if you can just try to make it home. So that way you don't have people. I mean, unless you have people crawling through your bathroom windows, if you have a window in your bathroom, or or breaking into your house to try to steal your shit, I think you're safe.
1: I think yeah, be you're right, right man. I, lesson learned on that one. Next time, I'll probably just shit my pants. Well, you might, you know,
0: he might still smell it though, and that's the problem. Now oh, you're yeah. out. Now you're Pretty out in much. public. He really with, chased me. Well, that's just it. Even if you wear the pens or anything like that, this guy's senses for shit is completely just off the wall. He's gonna rip your pants down in front of everybody, and he might even just take it. Then you know, you, you got to be careful. Oh, okay. That's all I'm
1: saying. Yeah, his his like equivalent to spidey senses are going off yeah he's got shitty he's got shitty senses (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so with all that shit being said (laughs) all that shit being said (laughs) it's a great way to start
0: right great way to start the embalm effect here with justin hart um let's just dive into your world man uh you got a podcast uh when did you start and how did you get involved with the podcast world
1: Ooh, so this is good. Um, About a little over a year ago, like last January or so, me and a couple friends were talking about starting one. We had seen like Joe Rogan and like Impossible and H3 and like these really huge podcasts and we thought we'd give it a shot. We thought we were at least like mildly funny, right? So. Yeah. So we go to the Best Buy closest to us, and we pick up, like, four shitty condenser mics. They're all, like, blue snowballs. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're, like, this. Oh, I got one right here. Uh,
0: yep. I I, I yeah. seen those. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Little USB. And we were plugins. all using those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you've had your experience with them in your early years. I'm not sure, but. Uh, Well, Um, we
0: technically used shitty, chintzy PS3 headset microphones. That's what we started out with.
1: Oh, really? Well, (laughs) kind of, sort of. We
0: we had condenser mics, uh, little Samson uh, condenser mics, but the problem with condenser mics... Right. Say we yeah, had a couple of yeah, people. Exactly. We, had, we started off with three people in this show. We had three condenser mics. The problem is is the reverb and the echo because the condenser mic picks everything up in the room. Now, with a dynamic microphone mm-hmm. like this, it, it only picks up what's happening here in my face, my mouth, where I'm directing it. It doesn't pick up all the outside noises as well as a condenser mic. So right. um, that's kind of why we switched over to the PS3 microphone things. They weren't great quality, but they were dynamic microphones. To an extent, mm-hmm. and then I got tired of it. Hey, like,
1: that's all you need, man.
0: Yeah, no, seriously. When you start up, you can't
1: just go balls to the wall with gear. It's expensive,
0: you know. Um, oh yeah,
1: I learned that quick, dude. Like it's to what I have now. It took me over a year to get. So that microphone I you got there looks
0: really nice.
1: Thank you, man. I just recently purchased that. I was using um like a cheaper dynamic mic. That actually, Kevin Wire from uh, the Randomness Podcast, he told me about them. Oh yeah, and he really helped me out at the time because, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. Um, we were using condenser mics, and he was like, "Look, these mics are twenty five dollars a piece. I got a cheap little mixer thing you can get that was like a hundred something bucks, and it really like took me off. You know, where people could actually." understand what we're saying <laughs> yeah the
0: quality of sound is the most important thing out of the whole production you know I, and i know yeah. people kind of focus on cameras and all that stuff and i did myself because weren't we weren't your uh traditional podcast we're more of a vidcast i guess you could call us uh we we do right. it live you know we don't record our stuff and so, like, I made sure we needed like all the cameras and all that, and I was just like, all right, let's let's just get it all in one in one sitting. Once I did finally upgrade things, I got the mixer here, the Rodecaster Pro, really great. Um, I would suggest oh to, wow, that- do the first one. The second one, I've had I've heard nothing but trouble from people that had it, uh, that own it. Um, I've I love the the first Rodecaster. It works great. You know, sound quality is amazing.
1: Yeah, I heard the the preamps and that thing are are crazy. They go off, man. So yeah, I, that's something I definitely want to upgrade to eventually. I'm still running off this mixer with a cloud lifter and all that stuff, but that that's sort of a boring tech talk, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know some people don't understand the tech talk, which is fine. But it's, it's kind of cool to yeah. kind of get a little sneak peek behind the scenes of what we do and how we do it because being in the podcast world is a lot different than just sitting here and talking and then that's it. There's all kinds of things that yeah. go into
1: it. You know, before a show, yeah, I Yeah, people don't realize that.
0: No, and it, that's just it. They don't. You know, before a show, I, I get everything set up. I get everything prepared, whether it be the normal show on Saturday or if it's a remote guest like yours, yourself. Um, I have to get the content downloaded that I had prepared for the the, the show that day or whatever. And it, there's a lot right. of work that goes into it. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice to see, uh, you know – it's nice to see other people and how they do it in their show. Uh Ghost Media Entertainment's with us. Hello, friends. Hi, what's going on, Ghost Media Entertainment? And it's my what's buddy up, Dustin.
1: Ghost Media? He's great. He's Hey, I watched uh I watched that live last was it last week? Something like that.
0: Yeah, it was where uh, he had his
1: kid in it and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was last week. Oh, wow. That was pretty cool. A week ago already. Flew right on by. Um yeah, go check out Ghost Media Entertainment. They interview bands all around the country. Um, they do what we're doing right now. Oh. He's a great guy. Dustin's awesome
1: yeah I really enjoyed listening to his story man it was it was cool how he like made these little connections here and there
0: yeah no it's it's cool because like this little community that we have you know people don't really think about the podcasting community like oh yeah they, they but there's a huge like networking system that's happening right now and especially the chat that we're on with jukebox yeah. and all those guys uh it's it's amazing how you know we all kind of met each other and if it's like you think about it this way if we if none of us even started this venture we would have never met each other and that's it's the craziness of it all like
1: yeah man i, I love it it's so cool to like get to know all you guys and your different styles like there's some guys who are like interviewers there's some guys who like review stuff there's some guys who just do like straight up comedy like myself yeah, So I, we got the like, healthiest mix of podcasts for sure. Absolutely. And uh, I would encourage anybody who's watching this to definitely check out the um, Clash of Casters link, link tree with like everybody on it and check some of them guys out because uh, there's a lot of talent out there that doesn't get the exposure they deserve, I think. I absolutely agree. Including you guys. Including you, yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we we deal with a lot of algorithms and it's just like the bands, you know, like all the different musicians, especially here in Rochester, New York. There's so much talent here in the ROC, but with algorithms and stuff, it's kinda hard for everyone to to get a reach. So with that, you know, mm-hmm. it's it you gotta do what you can. Like, I know how hard it is to constantly be on social media. I'm not really big on the whole social media thing, but I've been better about it getting highlight clips and all that try to get a reach so that way we have more listeners um it's like i know we have the content people would love to listen to or watch not everybody i I mean 95 year old mildred's not gonna be listening to this while she does her sewing (laughs) and listen uh, you know yeah maybe maybe there is one of those older ladies out there that might be one or two maybe one or two but you know there's always a, uh, a a demographic right we're not focusing mm-hmm. on 95 year old Mildred but if she enjoys the show that's amazing but the fact of the matter is is we have the content we have the goods it's just a matter of getting it out there to people you know it's just like the the drug yes, smugglers sir. you know we're the podcast smugglers <laughs> we're smuggling the I agree yeah
1: so <laughs> so how long hey, you man, had, I, how long have you been in this man um I'd say in total about like a year and maybe a couple months. All right. I, it's not been like a super long journey. Like I started out, I guess I can kind of like track my YouTube journey so far. Um, I started out like as, you know, me and my buddies, like three of us. And we did maybe like 20 some podcasts together. Okay. And, it just got like really difficult to like line everybody up and get everybody at the same time. Yeah. So I kind of just started doing my own thing and like I tried a couple podcasts where I was just talking and trying to riff the whole time, but I didn't like it as much. So I decided to switch over to like interview type stuff. So what I decided to do was hit up a Megal. And if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's a video chat service and you like randomly get matched with people. Yeah. So, so I started doing interviews on there asking people like, Hey, what's your craziest story? Like, do you have a funny, funny thing you'd like to tell me or like anything? Like I'm just trying to fish for, you know, something wild. And it struck gold. The first few, like, I think it was Choadcast three. Um, I did, it was like a mega clip show and that was like the first one i ever did and it kind of really popped off so since then i've been rolling with that and just doing that thing
0: yeah see that's a uniqueness man because you did something that i'd never even even thought about doing
1: because there was chat
0: roulette there's omegle uh there's there's different sites you could probably do that with but never once did that ever cross my mind to just run across randoms and ask them questions now that's you got something unique there man that's awesome
1: well <laughs> I will say it's not like completely an original idea. The podcast on there, I haven't seen that idea yet, but I have seen like content creators who do similar stuff, but they don't do it in like a podcast format. It's not like an interview thing. They're just trying to get random ass clips, which is respectable in its own right, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone's got their own thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, um I don't really care if it's original or not because I've been enjoying the fuck out of it yeah. honestly it's, it's it's been so much fun the reaction I'm getting from people seeing my clips I, I just love it so much yeah
0: and that's just it man that's the that's the key part of it is are you having fun and if you're not and that's that's the key part. Like, if you're not, then, then that yeah. Sucks. What are you doing, bro? Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Having fun's a key part. You know, everyone's focused on numbers and all that other stuff, and some people yeah. might even be focused on, "Oh my god, I want, I need to make money off this." It's like, dude, just chill the hell out. Just chill. Let's, let's fucking yeah. have fun first before we even think about any anything like that. Like, that's not even. Right. That's not even the whole. Why would you
1: want to? Yeah, yeah. Why would you want to turn? Your hobby into a job almost i feel like you, you like shouldn't i get wanting to get monetized and uh that's all fun and good but when you get to that point it's a different game you know you're you're doing it to grind merch and yeah like numbers and trying to get people to sign up for patreons and yeah. it's just a whole whole different game man it is like we have so merch, i'm just kind of like- enjoying myself Oh, go ahead.
0: I said, yeah, we have merch and
1: stuff like
0: it's available, you know, but yeah, we're not constantly course, like, that's not our focal point, you know?
1: Right. It's just something that comes with it eventually. And like you guys, I feel like y'all have gotten to the point where y'all could definitely uh, make some money doing that for sure.
0: I mean, it would be cool. I mean, if I could, you know, if we could make something out of it so that way we can put it back into the show, like that's that's the thing, like. You know i spent out of my mm-hmm. pocket all this gear and stuff and you know it'd be kind of nice to to at least do something so i can upgrade stuff for us to do like i don't know have different things to like props you know we have different yeah props yeah, on like the cool table stuff,
1: in the background yeah absolutely yeah. let me let me tell you man i have really enjoyed the fact that you added a, a female into the mix too um what's her name andrea yeah andrea she's been great yeah Andrea, Andrea, yeah. she is very fucking funny. I was pleasantly surprised how well she uh, rode with the boys. I thought that was so cool.
0: Yeah, dude. So what we what he, what we did was we me and Go sat down and we were like, okay, what do we what do we want planned for this year, right? Because we try to all get inclusive with this. We want to be able to work together. It's a team effort, you know. We're the TME crew. It's not just one person, right? So we got together. We tried a female co host a couple of years ago. It just didn't go well. Uh, there was some, I don't want to say animosity towards each other, but there was an awkwardness that happened because of how she came onto the show. So we mm. rolled with it, and uh, I was like, man, we, you know, my wife and Omen's girlfriend, Kitten, uh, she'll come onto the show once in a while. And then, like, my wife will come on once in a while. But obviously, my wife's pregnant. She's not going to want to do this right now. So I don't expect right. them to do this full-time. I was like, we really need a full-time female cast member. I would love to have a female personality and outlook on stuff. So we came up with the decision, since Andrea's a longtime listener, uh, she understood the jokes. She she knows how we are. so And we've seen her plenty of times at shows here in the ROC. And Ghost's like yeah let's let's ask her I was like hell yeah that's a perfect opportunity and lo and behold man she's been fucking killing it she's she's got the jokes yeah and bro. like she's the the voice of reason like last week we got a little out of hand in some of the conversations we had and she's like why are we talking uh, it was great man I was I was like yeah see it kicked yeah. it
1: and that being said ghost he'll be cracking me up sometimes because he'll <laughs> he'll throw some shit in there to just like. I feel like just get a reaction and I love it so much. Like some of the shit he says I'll be fucking dying. Yeah. Ghosts. <laughs> like something about. Yeah. Something about uh when you are talking about a dog or something. Fucking oh, a dog. Dude. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy thing. Like it was a few, if it was a week, uh, a few months ago, there was a story that there was this guy doing uh some type of work in this lady's house and he just trying to coerce this dog to have sex with him. Like, dude, Okay, so then you like think about it. We have cameras nowadays, right? And this is happening, this is coming out now because of cameras. Now, think about all the times that people didn't have ring doorbell cameras and indoor cameras, and think about all the crazy stuff that like all these workers did with people's animals and stuff. Like, it's a little eye opening, right? Yeah, they're
1: completely unmonitored, man. I I could see if I can. A savage ass guy just going to town and <laughs> knowing he's not going to get busted, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like this uh, that, guy here, he's just so
0: fucked. It is like the the ladies like freaking out. Like I got to get home. And the worst part of it is, cops didn't do anything about it. He they they bought his story, hook, line, and singer. He's like, oh, I was just adjusting my pants. You know, it's like, dude, no, you weren't. You were obviously trying to get the dog to mount you. And I'm just like, dude, oh
1: my god. This is the world we live uh, in, man. People are wild, dude. Yeah. The age of the internet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All these kids uh, are that are adults now are the people who've seen Two Girls, One Cup and Blue Waffles and, <laughs> blue. Waffles. you know, guy, <laughs> dude, <that's laughs> guy a, in one oh. jar.
0: Yeah. One guy, <laughs> one jar, one comment here from Brookie says, Hellos. hello, how's it going, Brookie? Um, yeah, uh, and if you're just joining the show now and hearing about One Man, One Jar and uh, all this other stuff, uh, yeah, it's because we're, we're talking about the craziness that this world exists in and just think about the times that the, their cameras didn't exist again. You know, it's just kind of nuts. Yeah, man. It is kind of nuts. It, it really is. <laughs> yeah, and that's just it, man. You know, you think about how people do this stuff now with cameras. How bad did it get when there wasn't cameras around, like the guy, like he knew the camera was there eventually. So he stopped. Now you're somebody that's in a room with no camera. Do you stop? Probably go full on. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd get harder for sure. Yeah. That's not good. I knew it was unmonitored. (laughs) Yes. It's it's not a great situation. I got to tell you, man. No, that poor (laughs) dog, you know, and the dog thought he was Uh, just playing, you
0: know, I, you know,
1: (sighs) (sighs) ah, We live in. I don't such know. A that world, dog's man. sus too, bro. That dog's a little sus too. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> he he, at least sniffed that thing, bro. I'm oh yeah,
0: you. oh yeah. He he was he was probably like, hmm, this is strange. This is not the usual smell.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that for sure. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, ghost, uh, ghost, omen, and I—we've known each other for plenty of years. Like I'm talking over a decade. Austin, he came so, into the picture, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. And then Andrea is coming to the picture about, about a year or so ago. Uh, so we kind of all met like at different times, but we have such a great chemistry together, you know?
1: Yeah, man. It, it's undeniable, undeniable chemistry, man. Cause like y'all be just uh, riffing on something and y'all roll and roll and roll. <laughs> and I'm, you're doing your little scene switches and stuff too. It's also masterful dude I, I I appreciate it. like when I'm watching it, I'm like, man, I can really tell they've put a lot into this. oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I have got so used to switching the cameras and all that while I'm actually hosting a show and just, like, doing the sound effects and making sure the board's up to up to par. And I'm just like, I, I don't know if I, I – I think it would feel weird if I gave everyone else the tasks of doing these separately. You know, I think I would feel a little bit weird not having these things in my head to do at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hell, I don't – hell nobody could probably do it as fallacy as you <laughs> at this point man like you're fucking just rolling dude i love it
0: yeah man <laughs> i just you know it's uh, you get used to it
1: yeah yeah i'm sure and i tried to do the whole thing where i kind of controlled the scene switches when uh i did the friends podcast yeah and eventually i just got my fiancee Ann, who commented earlier oh okay i got her to uh do my tech stuff for us (laughs) yeah 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 so that was that got kind of interesting because we talked about some pretty fucked up stuff (laughs) and she was there for all of it so
0: yeah it's like my wife man she knows what she knows what's happening she knows what the the conversations are like on our show and you know she she joins in on it she's she's a trooper you know and that's that's hey you gotta
1: love you gotta love uh Having a good woman behind you, man, it, it makes all the difference, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely, yeah, dude. So, you know, it's like it's it's nice to be able to have her on the show, and she completely understands the jokes, and like completely understands that we we get a little down and deep and dirty sometimes in these rabbit holes that we go down into, and it's, it's just a little weird sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely, it's how we it's how we roll here on the uh,
1: TME, you know. Hey. Y'all caught my attention from the first episode (laughs) for real.
0: (laughs) No, I'm glad, man. Like, you know, I've had a lot of guests on here, like, not even like remotely, but studio wise. We've had plenty of like bands and all that. And they've like been like, wow, this is pretty legit. You know, it's the first experience like this. You know, whereas somebody might do a remote Zoom or whatever, or they might have like, a show where they pre-record it in like a small little room and just a couple microphones, this is a completely mm-hmm. different setting for them. And they, they actually appreciate that. Cause it's a different, it's a different experience. We, we hold something that's different than somebody else, which is cool. Like I, I like that aspect that everybody has their own unique experiences, which it's, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm watching your guys' podcasts, it does feel like a hang. Like I feel like I'm actually in the room, Fucking chilling with the the boys and the lady, and uh, we're just fucking getting down, getting a little turn up together, and I love it, man. It it's just a good all around time. I like real.
0: I like hearing that because that was that was pretty much my whole goal in mind was to make it. I don't want anybody to feel like they're left out. We have a phone line; you can get on the chat, which we have from you. I think your sister Tori. What's up, big bro? She says. <clears throat> um,
1: uh, <laughs> see, yeah, I, what's I like up, Tori? <laughs> I like
0: the interaction. You know what I'm saying? It's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it is nice. It's a it's a whole other aspect that uh, I haven't really seen much. So I I think y'all do have um, a pretty uh, unique uh, kind of vidcast, I guess you would say.
0: Yeah, vidcast podcast, the the whole kit and caboodle. Um, it's, it's a cast. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a whole cast. You know, <laughs> it's just a cast. Yeah.
1: Um, it's the whole damn cast for sure.
0: So <clears throat> I, I see you got um, a, a little graphic behind you there and you got the whole wall and oh, all that yeah. stuff, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, believe it or not, that's not real. <laughs> I'm sure you knew that. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the Half-Hearted podcast. I, I There's a funny story to that because you know earlier I told you that the first Omega clip show I did was called Showedcast. Yes. Um. So I was just typing it in on YouTube one day. I'm like, I want to check one of my videos out, see what kind of comments and stuff I got. And I typed it in, Chodecast, and my stuff didn't even come up. Some dude with, like, 2,000 subscribers or something had already had, like, the Chodecast show or whatever. And I noticed they hadn't posted in, like, three years or something, but I still... I was just like, I'm going to do my own thing and make my own brand if I'm going to do this. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where the Half-Hearted podcast came from. It kind of has my name in it a little bit. A lot of people think I'm just dumb and misspelled hearted. <laughs>
0: nah, man. that's that, See, that's qu- you have the name to, to do it, and that's that's what makes it even better. So let me ask you this. Are right. you related to the Bret Hart family? Are you related to Bret Hart and all them, Owen Hart?
1: no but i i am like vaguely aware of them <laughs> <laughs> i've watched a little bit of wrestling here and there but my wrestling um knowledge is just not not there my my buddies will tell you that they're like huge wrestling fans and the i'm more of a ufc guy uh, UFC? Scenes, yeah like that, you that. yeah
0: so so your podcast is the best there is best there was best there ever will be right
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, I like it. <laughs> in the name of Brad Hart. For sure. Yeah, man. I will say um, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy are from uh, State, North Carolina. Yes. They actually were, grew up like uh, probably 30 minutes from where I am now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, Cameron, North Carolina.
0: Yes, yeah, that's exactly where they're from. Um, Jeff Hardy yeah. is in, I guess, some trouble uh, due to DUI. Uh, it's not his first offense either. Again? Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I was about to say. <laughs> um, from what I'm reading, so what's the deal with that? I, I Has don't he know. just got a big, big alcohol problem, I'm guessing.
0: Ah, uh, he's he's had a lot of battles with substances, and, and I, I just I, I've been pulling for this guy for years, you know, because uh, 12 years ago he had a match with Sting on uh, Impact Wrestling, and the poor guy just like. He was uh, he was pretty drugged up that night, and needless to say, you know, none of those guys were happy. Sting wasn't happy. Uh, the, the whole yeah, company, I you know, it's a dangerous spot. You know, if the guy, you know, could, doesn't move and breaks his neck, what do you do? You know, so they 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 quickly ended the match. Um,
1: yeah, man, because they're all based off a of reaction and stuff too. So if that's like, if you're inebriated and that's slowed down, I feel like that could really. Gets you fucked up for sure.
0: Yeah. And some of the stuff that we heard, yeah, we had Eric Emin on here. He's a local wrestler here. He just retired not long ago. Um, Some of the things he said, like, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous sport, right? And you got a guy that's inebriated, right? He's he's drugged out of his mind. You can't continue the match. And now, like, now he's facing, he could face uh, jail time, I think, at this point, because it's not his first offense. I don't even think it's his second.
1: Fuck. So he might get put away for a while then, huh? You might not see Jeff Hardy wrestle ever again at this point.
0: That's that's the facts. I Well,
1: mean, it might have, it might yeah. Happen. I mean, his reputation's probably ruined at this point. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, which sucks. I, I hope that uh, I hope that he does find the clairvoyance to get clean and uh, figure that out because everybody deserves a nice, like, healthy life. And when you're in that deep, it's just you don't see how bad off you are. Right. I've seen it time and time again.
0: I know. And it's just, it's unfortunate, you know, and we yeah, we advocate for, sure. for uh, mental health awareness and, and uh, substance mm-hmm. and, and addiction and all that. And the thing we, we, we know pretty much is that it's important, you know, it's important to reach out. If you got a problem, you got to reach out, yeah. you know, and I, I know I was talking about that with ghost media entertainment last time. And it's important, man. We just gotta, we just gotta help each other yeah, out for
1: sure. That's that's a good message to spread, and I know uh, a few guys from the uh, the network that we're in. Um, I know they advocate that a lot as well, because uh, I think it's Sean yeah. Sean Young. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He he talks about that a lot, and I've recently started following his TikTok, and it's I gotta say it's very good. It is. I know. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, he's uh, he
0: he was on the show not long ago. Um, sitting yeah. with Sean is a great podcast, especially if you want to hear different people's experiences with addiction and mental health and all that. It's 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 important to listen to those kind of podcasts because it it really does dive into the world of people that have different experiences in in all kinds of different areas. And especially if you're somebody who deals with depression, anxiety and all that stuff, you're definitely going to need some type of guidance in a way where you're like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Right. Because sometimes we get in our head. This is the worst. So between this year and this year is like the no man's land. Right. This is where a lot of battles happen. It's a war zone in there. It it could be worse than World War Two, World War One. It could be a lot worse than anything else in between that we can even think of, because in here, in our brains, this is our worst enemy right here. You could hear different people all around the world talk shit about you, but when it's your own mind telling you you're worthless and hope you just everything's hopeless, it, it's the worst because you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, man, and I can identify with that heavy. We all uh, we all have our dark moments, but some it's a uh, it's a lot worse than others. And my heart goes out to anybody who has those issues. I have problems with anxiety and stuff myself, so. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely identify with that. You know,
0: I, I know everybody, like, everybody doesn't, not everybody understands anxiety. So anxiety is completely different than what one person would experience to the other. I think everybody has different uh, side effects of anxiety. It could actually make you physically ill if you're that, you know, if that's just how you react to it. Other people might not have that problem. Maybe they cope differently. Or maybe they're biting their, their fingernails or something. Where somebody mm-hmm. else might be throwing up every morning because they're dreading the day because their anxiety so high. You know, everybody deals with anxiety yeah. differently. So it looks differently for everyone.
1: Oh, you gave me cold chills <laughs> then, Mom. <though. laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that really is, uh, that hit home with me hard because, you know, sometimes it, anxiety to me is just like this, just overwhelming, just. I don't know, driving voice in the back of my head, you know, and I can't just shut it up. But and sometimes it's just I don't know. It's a lot of different things to me, man. I, yeah. I, the way you put that, it really hit home. I don't know. It's hard to explain sometimes to
0: somebody, right? Like you're you're, yeah. you're trying yeah. to like. You're trying to explain to somebody, listen, this is what I'm going through, but it's never easy to explain it, to describe something to that nature. And depression, same mm-hmm. thing with depression. Everyone's like, somebody who hasn't experienced depression might think, oh, you're sad all the time. You're always crying. That's not the case. That's never the case. Uh, as a matter of fact, when it comes down to depression, you know, I suffer from seasonal depression, especially. So time is my worst time of the year. So when it comes down to it, it's like all these bad thoughts start coming into play, right? Like it doesn't even take, it only takes one little thing to trigger it. Right. It could be a song. It could be a smell. Even I've had a smell, just bring me back to a time. And it just, it just sunk back into like that darkness. And I'm like, damn, it was really that easy. I was having a decent day until that happened. And I'm just like, damn, this, this really sucks. So, you know, when it comes down to that stuff, depression and all that, um, if you're somebody who hasn't experienced it, be thankful. It's not fun. And you know, when you hear people commit suicide, like Chester Bennington and all that, like Mm. it's like, Oh, well he had a lot of money and all that. He had the fame that has nothing to do with why he did what he did. Right. Has nothing to do with depression. It's all up here, man. Like I said,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely man. And that shit, it, it was fucking beyond sad because, uh, I know he had a huge impact on people and, uh, kind of put everything you had into the music and for it to end that way it's just such a tragedy man um i can't imagine like the dark hole he was in but i want to say if anybody like even comes close to that definitely please get help i sure.
0: i listened to the unreleased song that they just released lost uh did you hear that one
1: no, I haven't actually yet. I gotta check that out.
0: Yeah, it was from the Meteora album, uh, That that time era. It is uh-huh. <clears throat> a really good song. I, I told my wife, I go, I wish this song was released back when Meteora was released. I would have jammed the fuck out to this song plenty of times. But uh So
1: why didn't they release
0: it? I'm not sure, man. It's a really great song. I I, I just I was like, man, I could really see this being officially part of the album, but it never Never made it until uh huh. Never was released until just recently, and I'm just like wow. But you know, I thought about it. I'm like, it Man. makes
1: you wonder if they have like a big backorder of songs that maybe they haven't released yet.
0: That that could be. I know artists out there that that do that. They have a whole uh, backlog of um, music. But uh,
1: well, when yeah, like when Mac Miller passed away, uh, what a couple of years later they dropped a full album. Yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty neat. He must have already did the bulk of the lifting on that, I'm sure. Absolutely.
0: But like I think I thought about like I felt you know, I felt the feels when I heard this song, right? And I'm thinking to myself, wow, could you imagine that band and like all the people that made and produced that song for the release? Just think about how they felt like going back and listening to Chester Bennington sing one last time you know they're like man this is probably one of the only things left that we have of him that was never released this might be the last release with chester bennington in the music like his vocals and all that Oof. just last time ever and they probably were like
1: crying their eyes out when they were releasing this stuff man i'm sure man i'm sure like that had to have been a heavy room for sure because jesus man like especially i could see it for like huge fans too like uh just people who are like big fans in general listening to it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I gotta, I gotta check that out, man. I gotta hear that song.
0: I implore you to to check it out, man. It's it's a good song, man. It's, it's if you haven't checked it already, it's called "Lost" by Lincoln Park. Lost. Colin says Juice World is still releasing songs to this day. I'm fairly sure, and he's been gone for years. Well, that well, that's oh. He must have a backlog, right? Juice World must have a big yeah, backlog yeah. of music that he just never never got to or released.
1: So what? I'm wondering what happened to Juice WRLD. Um, I don't know. Was it a... Yeah, I'm not sure on that one.
0: You know, you hear about these young kids, like they're 20-something years old, and they're like rap artists, and they get caught up in this... Uh, I don't know if it's the fame or whatever. They get caught up in this world, and drugs are part of it unfortunately and like you hear about these overdoses like little peep and all that right you hear about these things or someone gets shot and killed and you're just like dude really and the, you like you're looking through the article and it's like yeah he was only 23 years old and you're like holy shit 23 like he's not even beginning crazy, not even beginning his life at that point like he's it's just like in a blink of an eye gone
1: well i mean people are dropping left and right from that fentanyl shit, man. It's it's in um it's in like all not all, but like 80% of like street sold fucking pills, man. And people are putting it in Coke and like it's like damn people are going to just party and like have a good time maybe and fucking dying. So it it's the crazy world we live in. I know some people even get informed that they've been doing fentanyl from a dealer and then that's the stuff they start to pursue. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, that's what's getting me high, you yeah. know? And it, it's a fucking very, very sad thing. It is. Cause it fentanyl is ruined families. like, millions and millions of families for sure. Like, and it's personally impacted my life as well. So
0: absolutely, man. It's, uh, you know, I've, I've had friends pass away, unfortunately, just last year. Yeah. um, I had a a close friend, unfortunately pass away, uh, due to addiction and, uh, it hits home, man. Like I I know it wasn't on purpose. Like this wasn't something I I think wholeheartedly that this was on purpose. I think it was an accident, right? I don't think it was on purpose. Um, there was another person I knew, uh, 10 years ago, this September, she was uh, off of heroin, right? She was off of that, and she was hanging out with this dude, right? And I guess she didn't have the medicine that she needed. So one thing led to another. This guy gave her heroin, and I don't think her body was used to what she used to use. I don't know the whole story, but I can tell you this. She overdosed, died, and from what I heard... Was that this guy was like calling her boyfriend, saying, "Yeah, come pick up your your dead girlfriend," and she was only nineteen wow. years old, dude—only nineteen. Her life. What a didn't heartless even start.
1: prick! Yeah,
0: um, that's wow. what I heard from around town. You know, from people I uh, that that knew her and knew the situation. So then you think yeah, about that, it. Yeah, that it's not good.
1: That's the thing, man. These drug dealers—they don't give a fuck about these kids. They're no. just trying to make the quickest dollar they can and convert it over into whatever bullshit they buy man like is it really worth it at the end of the day you're taking kids away from their families like come on that's if you're if you're in that position slinging stuff to kids like just fucking why are you even on this planet bro like right
0: no exactly
1: that's that's so evil that i can't even really comprehend it to be honest and it's like when
0: you see those shirts like kill your local heroin dealer it's like Seriously, though, they're killing tons of people, Yeah, you know, minors, uh, adults, you know, they don't give a shit. Their, their heart is so, you know, just hardened and cold. They don't give a damn. They give her, all they care about is their money. They're just like, well, it's, but here's the thing. Like, wouldn't you, if, if you were in that mindset, wouldn't you want that consistent money? Why would you want to kill? Like, why would you want to give somebody enough to kill them? Right?
1: Yeah. Well, see, they don't, that's the thing. They don't intend to kill the people they're swinging the shit to, but, Fentanyl is, it takes so little to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. That if somebody's not trained professional, obviously they're going to get the measurements and shit wrong. And it takes very little to fucking just take somebody down. So, yeah, I just, um, it's, I would, it's kind of a fucked up situation, man.
0: It is. I just wish there was something that would, uh, that would kind of cure this whole thing. Right. Like you, you wish it would just go away. Unfortunately, though, we live in a world where that's a perfect world. We're not in a perfect world, so it's never going to happen. Like this whole war on drugs. Right. Like, oh, we're, we're going to take away drugs and we're going to make everything illegal. It that never worked. It never worked. It made no. it worse, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, it just it just pushed money into the pockets of criminals. <laughs> Seriously, like the cartels making a killing off of uh, our illegal drug war. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's just just that's just it, man. Like these these drug wars. You know, you think about it like, okay, how many how many years have we been on war on drugs, right? Has anything really been with better? Reagan? Yeah, like yeah, with <laughs> Reagan and all that, right? Like it's just, you right. think about all this stuff. Here we are like 40 years later, right? Since his his regime or whatever, since his presidency. This war on drugs. How many people have died over overdoses, right? Like Yeah. It, it's obviously not working. <laughs> so we have these bans and- on things, right? They don't work why do we continuously try to make it harder and harder even though it doesn't really do that it's just it, it's like a it's like the black market right so people yeah. just and i've well, been on the dark web it's it's not a it's not a pretty place like i just it's not pretty at
1: all it's, uh yeah i could imagine <laughs> reddit and 4chan's probably about as dark as i'll get <laughs> Good old reddit man uh so, uh,
0: you know, our segments uh, on this show, we, we see a lot of different things on Reddit, man. And it's just, it's crazy, the, the things that you see on there. And lo and behold, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like looking at it like, how the hell is this even real? How do people actually ask these questions? And you're just sitting there scratching your head. Well, to be honest with you, though, the APB is definitely out.
1: post <laughs> You
0: just had oh, yes. to say Reddit, didn't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, he knew I, the- <laughs> Maybe a little overanticipated anticipated it, but I knew it was coming.
0: <laughs> the setup was there, and this is the segment where we dive into social media. Usually with a Reddit, because Reddit's the most effed up piece of social media you can get to. I don't know why it just happens to be that way. You got Twitter, Facebook, and all it's that true. too, but Reddit seems to be where it's, where it's at. So I have the. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just um, yeah. 4chan shitchild. 4chan shitchild,
0: yes. So here we are. We have this here. It says, how dangerous is it for you, for guys to take one of those huge dildos that cause a bulge in your stomach like when a girl tells Big Dick? Also, are there guys big enough naturally to do that to another guy? What do you think, Justin?
1: Uh, well, I've heard Dr. Drew talk about it, and uh, he said that once you go past that anal bend that it's not fucking good (laughs) it's not good (laughs) you could (laughs) no you could have all kinds of issues from pink sock which i don't know if you've heard about that oh i think Uh, we've heard about that (laughs) the old rectal bleeding yeah yeah you know the old rb rectal bleeding not good Um, not definitely not good uh probably just fucking tears in general yeah what was the second part of that again i'm sorry oh that's okay
0: uh so it says Uh-oh. also are there guys big enough naturally to do that to another guy
1: uh i don't know it depends on how big the huge deal that is she's talking about you know what i'm saying yeah well colin's asking what, like it? what's pink sock oh okay <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> You're gonna make me do it, ain't yeah, you? I guess That's so. My brother, by the way, yeah, and <laughs> he always pulls the most fucked up shit out of me. <laughs> like brothers should do, I guess. Yep. But anyway, pink sock is where you have a lot of aggressive butt sex, and then the person who's on the receiving end of that, the butthole just kind of pops out. I don't know what it is actually, but it looks just pink and. It's not good, dude. It's horrible. <laughs> I love how Dan says so, enlighten you're us. Welcome. <laughs> Dan says enlighten us. He wants to be enlightened.
0: Oh. You're welcome, Dan. <laughs> so we I don't know why we keep getting in this topic, but for some reason, Mr. Hands seems to be the only way to go. Do you think that's what happened to Mr. I'm sure this is what happened to Mr. Hands. I mean, he had a horse dick up his, I mean, dot .mpeg, up his ass.
1: I mean, what do you think's going to happen? I think Mr. Hands, Mr. Hands had a fucking dick so far up his ass. But it was almost coming out of his throat. Mm. Because <laughs> because to die from that, it's gotta be pretty fucking brutal, man. Oh yeah. yeah. I would say. Embarrassing, brutal. But, the whole well,
0: whole thing, man.
1: Yeah, right. Is that the way you wanna is that what you want on your tombstone? And died <laughs> by horses. Got <laughs> Yeah, he was impaled, like what <laughs> them Taylor would do. Colin says, "I wish I didn't ask."
0: It looks like your brother did. Uh, yeah, regrets yeah. that decision to ask the question.
1: I told you. I told you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just you know, and, and it's crazy because like you you ask yourself when you read these on Reddit, right? When as I'm scrolling through and I'm reading this, I go, "Is this person legitimately wondering what this is like, or is it just because he's being a troll?" But I think there's more to it than just being a troll. I honestly wonder if somebody actually thinks, it, "Can I get the answer I want, and should I try something like this?" Right?
1: Yeah. Can I shove this like twelve foot rubber <laughs> fist in my ass? Dude, <laughs> that's basically what they're asking. Well, that's just it. You know, you, you wondered yourself. are <laughs> okay, not twelve
0: foot. <laughs> I mean, and there was other posts we've we've read on this show months ago. One where there was a uh, a mother and a father who were turned on by their brother or their their son and their daughter having sex together. I'm like thinking to myself, oh "What? Oh my god. Uh, just Ugh. Yeah, it was one of the all-post bulletin we did months ago and I'm just <laughs> to this day I still don't understand it like
1: what People drives a foul, man?
0: Yeah, what drives a parent <laughs> to be turned on by their kid? Like that's and then you think to yourself, "Why is this happening?" <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh you gotta wonder if it's a product of the generation uh having
0: to turn <laughs> having to turn the volume down because your co-worker heard horse dick yeah down impact. um uh, Oops. <laughs> this is uh well it's in the description it's not safe for work this show ns fw <laughs> but that's just how Brent, we roll
1: you'll, you'll be okay <laughs> it'll be all right horse dick oh yeah, somebody yeah. mr hands hello
0: Somebody, it's a little horse dick. I don't think the horse dick is small. I think it's fucking.
1: That's right. right. You're, you're fucking right. It's, it's a big old whopping horse dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. And this guy, this
0: person's asking about a dildo, like with the you know, size of a ball. He's just like, no, 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 no. There's, there's people out there that take worse. I mean, there's one man, one jar we talked about earlier. Circle it back
1: around. Oh, oh. yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. It, it gets kind of yeah. crazy. One guy, one jar. That that shit was whew. so. That was rough to watch, man. Did he die? Did that guy die? I don't know,
0: man. I I never really dive that far into that story. I I mean, maybe
1: well, you, you maybe you maybe I would you think would die so from so, that? right. What's that? Yeah, you'd think there'd be at least one main artery through your ass. Well, <laughs> I don't
0: think uh, anybody that goes and uh, does something like that to themselves are doing themselves a favor. Anyways, I don't think their their little right.
1: balls can take it.
0: I don't think it's made for that.
1: So you're saying the guy's uh, a poor nanny is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, uh,
0: well, that's <laughs> take that little jar? The pink, yeah, the pink sock, the, 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 the prolapse, is, it's not good, man. It's not good.
1: Yeah, it's like game up your butthole, bro. <laughs> like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> are they even using lube at this point, or are they just doing it dry, like
1: full on? That, not necessary. Once your ass is this fucking wide, you don't need lube anymore.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so the things that we talk about on this show, you know, and if if you haven't already I listened to the show, <laughs> well, just expect the craziest of the crazy. I think we, I think we try to push that boundary a little bit on what we can say and do on this show. I don't know if anyone other. I mean, you hear these talk shows, right? There's talk shows on the radio that that go as far as they possibly can without getting kicked off and canceled. But this is the internet, baby. We don't give a shit about nothing. There is no fucking filter on here whatsoever. You can say just about anything, and everybody's okay with it, except for TikTok. You know, TikTok yeah. for whatever reason does not like the word sex or anything sexual on their TikToks. Hence why I started yeah, censoring every them.
1: other tick Yeah, but every other TikTok you see, there's like some chick breastfeeding, or there's some chick with her tits hanging out, or. Yep. Shit like that, it's like, come, how is that appropriate how is that more appro- appropriate than saying sex? Right, how is that appropriate? <laughs> yeah, in general. It's supposed to be a gap or app kind of geared to the younger people as well. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, I, It I, makes you wonder. So I, I know
0: I talked about it last Saturday, but I was scrolling through TikTok, and I'm thinking to myself, because I, I opened it. I was going to uh, post a highlight clip and here it is, a, a a cat being cooked alive. And I'm thinking to myself, Why? Uh, oh, you're going to take our videos huh. down because we said the word sex, but you leave that on there for Mr. Little Old M-Bomb here to see, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, come on, dude. That'd yeah, really I know
1: exactly what you mean. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. Dude. i dude. Because obviously I'm like fucked up shit like that too, like I seen a Komodo dragon like mauling a deer or something. I'm like, ah, oh, god! Like this is not what I want to see. Damn, nature, you're a. scary. I'm just starting, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Family yeah, Guy. Was, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Damn, nature. <Mitchell. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Brooke says, uh, "Doesn't the butthole prolapse? They have to wear a diaper for life." And Dan says, "Just backtracking to assholes."
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. See, I I didn't really know that. I didn't know that you had to wear a diaper for life if you uh, prolapse. That's ew, that's
0: interesting. Well, you got to think, man. There's some leakage in there after a while because you're stretching some things out that aren't meant to be stretched, especially with those, uh, yeah. those monstrous dildos. They're not the best of things <laughs> to use if you're a man or a woman.
1: Yeah, just use like a... Use a fucking twelve inch and be done at that, you know? Yeah. Why do you have to go past twelve inches? I don't I don't get it.
0: One as big as the lamp behind me. Like come on, dude, who needs that? (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah, you don't you know I mean this pole over here even, like why why would you need something like that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you you don't, man. No. It's overkill. And honestly, you're a glutton if you're taking that much.
0: Glutton for a punishment. Well, I think it's time for you to be a guinea <laughs> yeah. pig because uh, I got a new segment I'm starting up. And we kind of started it last Saturday, so it's no time way. for a new segment.
1: Dastardly Decisions. Yes. <laughs> it's time yes. to make some decisions. I did see this. Yeah,
0: Woo. so that's the first time anybody's right, seen the I graphic or heard the the opening music for it. But um, yeah, it's a new uh, new segment. It's pretty much a would you rather segment. Dastardly honored, decisions. Bro. Thank you. What's that?
1: You're i I'm honored, bro. Thank you. Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely. That's that that nice little graphic.
0: All right, let's start off slow here. We're we're gonna do some foreplay. Would you rather have sex with someone dressed as a Pokemon or doing an impression of Dr. Phil, Justin? What would you rather have sex with?
1: Uh, I'm going to say a Pokemon, because I've seen the Pokemon, like, cosplay porn, and at least there's some hot chicks in it, right? Yeah, I mean, I can... almost like a furry thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really into it, but, I mean, I'd much rather have that than... Okay, wait. Is the person dressed like Dr. Phil really hot or nah?
0: Well, I mean, it didn't say it had to be a guy. I mean, it could be a, a female dressed as Dr. Phil with a fake mustache. But um,
1: Ooh. I'm just going to say it is... Uh, I'm still anyway. going to go with the... Yeah, I'm still going to go with the Pokemon. I know you got, like, issues if you're wearing a Pokemon costume to our first fuck. But um, <laughs> I'm going to go with that, man. <laughs> don't bring a Pokemon it's, costume to the first fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I might even use, like, some, some anal beads that are shaped like Pokeballs or something. Yeah, for Jigglypuff, right? Being themed. Now, yeah.
0: what, what's your preference, though? Do you have a preference of which Pokemon this person dresses up as, like Pikachu or, or Pokemon? Like, uh, There's that one Pokemon that's from a, a newer generation, right? And everyone's about, like, they're like, oh, they're over-sexualizing. Like, oh, my God, that Pokemon's so hot. Like, I forget what the name of it is because I'm not really up-to-date on it, but I did read about that.
1: Yeah, I, I actually am a huge Pokemon fan, so there are, like, a bunch of, uh, like, feminine-looking ones. Maybe a... Uh, Gardevoir, you know, she's a chick and Gar- she has, <laughs> like, some boobs so, yeah, well, <laughs> if you, anybody actually knows who that is, you know
0: it's like if you pick, you like, n- uh, Nidoran or whatever the name is of that Pokemon Like Oh,
1: Nidoqueen
0: yeah, Nido Queen. yeah, then you're having sex with an animal, basically like a, tr- uh you know, like a dinosaur do you want that, or do you want something that resembles a human, right?
1: Yeah, I want it to be a very humanoid, I couldn't see myself fucking, like, a T-Rex or anything like that. No
0: uh, Brooke says, uh, sex with Pokemon
1: yeah, and that's why I love brick. <laughs> Sex with Pokemon. Yeah. All
0: right, I'll go, yeah, I'm gonna go with that myself. Uh, Dr. Phil. I had a I had a principal that looked like Dr. Phil, and needless to say, oh. uh, I, I don't want to. No, I don't want to see anything to do with that guy. I don't want to see anything. No mustaches. No goatees. No bald head. I, I just, just mm-hmm. give me a Pokemon that looks like a human uh, chick, and I, I think I'll be all right with that. I think I can live with that.
1: Yeah, dude. Dr. Phil kinda grinds my gears, bro. I don't yeah. I don't really vibe with that guy. Yeah. Nah, I don't either. Did you ever see the thing where uh the guy from Bum Fights came on? Yes, that's one of my favorite segments. He had his head shaved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it and was br- funny
1: because the dude from Bum Fights actually called him out and was like, Yo, you're exploiting people too, brother. Like you can talk shit about me doing it, but you're doing it every week every on week. national television. Right. He was uh yeah. um, he was, so saying was some- like I connected with that.
0: He said something about your. Uh, what the hell did he say? You're exposing other people's. uh I don't know. He pretty much called him out on his bullshit and in Dr. Phil yeah, didn't like he's
1: it. basically. Yeah, he's like putting airing out people's dirty laundry. I'll say.
0: Yeah, it's you not know? good. Nobody wants that, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck no. Fuck no, nobody no. wants that.
0: So we have a, one last one. So we had the foreplay. We had the little taint tickler right there, right? Now it's time for the Ooh. real question. This is the so we better. ask the real questions. You bring the real answers here, Justin. Would you rather have your mom walk in on you while you're losing your virginity, or have someone shit in your mouth while you eat them out? Oh my god! Hey, I told you this was the, okay. this is the real question.
1: Ooh. That's I gotta hard think one. about this for a second. Yeah, I knew this was gonna be I'm a hard gonna one gonna to, be figure be hard hard. Hard. to figure out. Like or have someone shit in your mouth like oh it's a hard one i'd obviously not have to care about the person that i'm eating out they'd have to be some dirty person already because i do i would not do that to someone i love i'm telling you that (laughs) now.
0: he's like nah i I don't want that
1: so you're 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 having mommy
0: walk in on you as you're you're losing your virginity for the first time
1: yeah this is yeah i think it'll be fun you would be all right (laughs) yeah yeah i mean she knows it's going to happen eventually, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's <laughs> so, like,
1: yeah, I mean, your parents know
0: eventually this is going to happen. It's 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 happening regardless of what they say. It's just, it depends on what, what age you're at, right? You don't want to be a 50-year-old yeah, virgin you know, having sex for the first time. That's just embarrassing.
1: You're just in there. You don't know what to do. You're fucking all sloppy. And- yeah. That that would really suck. Yeah, you. And then this might happen don't to you have anyways. So you're fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this might happen to you anyways. You might
0: be in this situation and having your mom walk in on you. So that you're both. You're. It's a lose lose. Who nobody wants that. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. <laughs>
1: nobody. No. That, that's just bad news bears right there, bro. Yeah. So Justin, you, you
0: choose the, the the mom walking in on you while while you're losing your virginity.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I I have I hate this. Smell of shit. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't <laughs> like understand <most> the <laughs> sh- I don't understand
0: poop play. I don't get it. I don't Want to understand it? I am a oh. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. This would be hands down the first yeah. decision here for me. I'd have to definitely go for the uh, for the first choice. And that was that would be my dastardly decision right there. That that would be my would you rather for sure.
1: Yeah, man. I couldn't even handle two girls in one cup. I I no. seen one of them shit into a cup and they started eating it, and I was like. <gasps> I started getting like physically sick, so I couldn't handle that, bro. I couldn't go to Cold Stone and
0: look at those women behind the cash register ever the same again. I could never look at them and look at that chocolate ice cream and, and never. I, I could never be the same again after that. That was the last time I ice, cream, ice cream
1: would be ruined for you. It, it, <laughs> it does
0: ruin it for you. You watch that and you're 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 traumatized. You're like, wow, I, I really don't ever feel like I want to eat chocolate again. Now, ten years after the fact, you're like. Chocolate ice cream's pretty good. It. Just, just stay away from the video. Don't ever watch it again. You've, wa- you've
1: watched it once. You'd never want to see it again. We've, uh, yeah, we've erased it from our memories with a lot of substance abuse and all that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're good. We're all right.
0: So um, yeah, I think we both uh, came to the conclusion
1: that we'd rather have
0: mom walk in on the loss of the Virgin- virginity rather than have shit in our mouth. Ugh.
1: That's Ash gross. Fucking Nobody wants that. Nobody, yeah, that's just gross. That's the
0: last thing anybody wants. I mean, you don't really want to see your, you don't want your mom to see you at losing your virginity for the first time because not only is she seeing her son or her daughter have sex for the first time, but now she's seeing you fail at having sex, and that's not good. Nobody yeah. wants that.
1: And if it's one thing, if you like run and shut the door real quick, and she don't say much. But if y'all like fucking lock eyes, bro, if y'all lock like eyes. That's a game changer. You're not g- coming back from that. Like no, it's over. <laughs> shit changes from that day on. Yeah. Like you're a new person. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're not the same little boy or little girl that she she remembered growing up and and taking to school dances or soccer games. Now now you're the one that failed in the bedroom and she had to walk in on this for the first time and she's like never looking at you the same again. Now you're at the dinner table eating back uh, and cheese and uh, and steak or whatever and and now she's looking at you like oh my god that that just oh that, you're disgusting.
1: How did you yeah, how did you come out plus, of me? <laughs> <laughs> right? You're gonna piss off uh what's his name? Owen if you don't make that fucking girl come, bro. Like, <laughs> <on? Yeah. laughs> Omen's great. Your mom's man. gonna be fucking extremely disappointed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Omen Omen in the beginning of the intro. I'm gonna tell my sister she my son he better make sure she comes. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Omen's great. I've known him for so long. I think he Shout out to Omen. Yeah. Omen. Yeah. Uh I've known him the longest on this show. Uh we've got we've known each other for I'd say probably since two thousand five, something like that, two thousand six. Um
1: Oh really? Wow. Yeah.
0: We didn't really start hanging out until about two thousand six, two thousand seven, but um. Yeah, we've had a lot of moments. It's we have a, a lot time, of, dude, we have a lot of stories to tell on this show. We haven't, we haven't even got to yet. And not only that, we have a whole catalog of some of the dumb shit we did as teens. I have a whole video uh, library on one of my external drives. And I, we really, we, we talk about it. We're like, we should probably use these for some of the stories that we have. I'm like, you know what? We have so Hell much yeah, different man. content, man. Of dumb, the dumb shit we did as teenagers and it's, it's there, man. We should, we should definitely think about using it. Cause I think people would
1: enjoy some. of. The- hey, fuck. Yeah. You could always tap into that, man. And I'm sure you'd have content for fucking days. We, we do. <laughs> for real. It's, it's nuts,
0: man. Yeah. Like, but it's just, uh, yeah. you do dumb things as teenagers. Okay. Let me ask you this, you know, yeah, talk, that's, a, that's a fact, man. Talking about all this. Have you ever had a close call? Where you almost got caught having sex.
1: Uh yes. And um <laughs> it was when I was still living with my dad. <laughs> oh bop, bop. yeah, and oh, no. and he he tried to <laughs> he tried <laughs> to walk in and he got the door like halfway open. And I was like, Daddy, no! (laughs) Because in the South, we say, Daddy. (laughs) And he fucking walked right back out. He, I guess he knew what time it was. (laughs) Yeah, he knew what time it was
0: because he was hearing this. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) might have been hearing it from me. I don't know if she was moaning too much. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And he said, Those are my babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they went all over the floor. (laughs) Yeah. That's what
0: you say when you do the money shot.
1: Those are my babies. Those are my babies. <laughs> <Do some bad. laughs>
0: uh, I
1: love the sound drops, man. That's awesome.
0: Well, that one is actually one that was recorded by an old co-host. We, uh, If you're new to the show, our, our first episode was basically about this uh, night out at a bar. And this really belligerent uh, drunken man came up to some of our, uh, one of, you know, Gomen mm-hmm. Ghost and our old co host and was talking about how his wife died for his kids and, like, that he he's he's well-known around the town and that he, he destroyed a whole bar just a moment before he showed up there and whatnot. And we're like, what the hell is this guy's problem, you know? Um, come to find yeah. out, we found the identity of this guy. And we know people that know this guy personally. This guy is, uh, is, is actually batshit bonkers. He's legitimately uh, crazy from what we hear. So right. it, it makes sense now. But back then, back in 2019, we had no idea who this guy was. And we're just like, dude, can you, can you like go the fuck away like
1: yeah can you give us some distance bro yeah
0: (laughs) like he's like getting in their faces about stuff like it was just nuts man
1: oh yeah there's a lot of uh mental illness out there i'll say that yeah
0: uh, because
1: i get harassed daily like um you know going to gas stations and stuff i always have somebody like hit me up for some change or you know, money in general. And uh, I feel bad not giving them money sometimes, but then again, I know a lot of people abuse that and go and buy stuff they don't necessarily need. Yeah.
0: There's, um, like, there's, there's a thing that uh, is being said, you know, like it, it's not the person that's giving the money that is, um that shows their character. It's the person who takes the money and uses it for the wrong things. That's their character. It's not the, you know, like something like that. And honestly, here in yeah. Rochester, we see a lot of homeless people or uh, panhandlers out there. And honestly, you know, there's there was somebody that got there's a town there's a town called Greece here, and if you're from the area, you'll know that uh, Westridge Road is like a huge road where it's just people are just it's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of traffic lights, and mm-hmm. by this uh, this one Kodak era building, which they redid as a theater there's like a notable place where panhandlers stand and and try to get money. Well, there's this, there's this woman, right? And she will run in Mm -hmm. the middle of the road and just knock on windows and try to get money from them. And these people are just speeding on by, but she'll like, if there's a red light, she'll stand, like (sighs) you're sitting there and she'll come up to your car. Like she's really ballsy, man. And there's been somebody hit already on that road.
1: Wow, dude. Like what the hell? Uh, I've, definitely have people like that like when i go to the bigger cities in charlotte they'll come up to your window aggressively and like hey give me some money and i'm like dude that is not how you approach somebody to ask for money i mean it's already kind of a weird situation to begin with and then you come up all aggressive like that no no sir (laughs) so yeah i'm surprised that uh that she hasn't got restricted from that area or something, got sent off by the police. Well, maybe she has. You know. I'm
0: I'm pretty <laughs> sure they know her. I mean, police passed by that area so yeah. many times, but it's just like that. I I don't want to see it happen, but it, how many, how many no. more chances is she going to have crossing in between traffic like that and not get hit? I mean, one of these days it's bound to happen.
1: Yeah. She's not going to be as uh limber as she was or something. And, She's gonna slip up and somebody's gonna clip her and yeah. damn that'd be that'd be fucked up. Yeah, it's not it's not good, man. For everybody. Yeah. 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 Well that's
0: just it. Now you're putting that that uh that that whole thing on the person that hit somebody. Like nobody wants to run somebody over, right?
1: Right. That's I I could imagine that's like emotionally scarring hitting somebody in the road. Like this dude that I work with, I work in uh construction, he told me that he was on the way home going towards uh, whatever city. That's not important. But anyway, there was a big crash, and, like, right in front of him, it happened, and he, like, swerved off to the side, and when he did, a dude, like, crawled out and, like, looked up at him, and, like, they locked eyes. (laughs) Obviously, the guy on the ground couldn't see him, but the guy who was driving seen him, and, like, he is not, been the same since man i can imagine uh damn i i don't seeing something like that dude that could really fuck you up i would imagine
0: yeah traumatizing man like somebody you're just driving along right you're just trying to get to a restaurant or maybe you're going to work or something and then all of a sudden all it takes is one split second and somebody's underneath your wheels and now you got to live with that guilt yeah yeah you know it's not your fault right But it's still, it happened, and you don't want to live with that traumatizing guilt, because now you're going to live with that for the rest of your life. Regardless of that person living or not, you're still going to be like, God damn, I just ruined someone's life, because they might be paralyzed, or they might be dead. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is, you got to live with it.
1: Yeah, that shit's going to weigh on you probably for the rest of your life, I'm sure. Which, it sucks, man, because... something like that it's just literally chance yeah you just got to be in the wrong place at the wrong time on place wrong
0: time like mr hands
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: well he chose to so bring it full circle bring it full yeah. circle we bring it around town every time on this show man every single time it doesn't yeah, look-
1: i'm wondering if he at least got paid for that you know
0: or i don't think he
1: was alive long enough little. to be paid <laughs> Well, he did it a few times. I, I know that wasn't his first video. No, it wasn't his first rodeo, but it was his last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a that was that was good. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. How like the world is the way it is, and not for nothing. <laughs> That's kind of why you know I started this show because. You know, I, I drive for a living and I've been driving for a living for many, many years, over a decade now. And I listen to music, I listen to talk shows, podcasts, you know, whatever have you. And, you know, it, it makes, like you said earlier, uh, you feel like you're part of that crew and you, you're like hanging out with the guys and the girls, whatever, you know. And I like that aspect. Yeah, exactly. and that's why I started this show. But now it's like we talk about the dark side of society. We talk about the uh, ugliness of the social media aspect. Cause let's just be honest here. I think, I think social media has made this world a little bit more crazier.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, people can just post whatever from behind their keyboard. And a lot of times there's no repercussions or anything. They can kind of just say how they feel and they can share these like genuine thoughts they have. So oh, that's why I think, as crazy as Reddit can be, it, it's still a good platform because people are getting their ideas out there. And, yeah. I mean, as long as you're not being abrasive in that and, like, attacking people, uh, who what's there to stop you, you know? Exactly.
0: Now, the Super Bowl happened not long ago, and I was unfortunately not able to watch it because I was not feeling well. Now, we talk about social media and all that. I happen to find this video, and this, this just – I was like, really? People act like this over a, a game. So let's uh, I'm gonna show you here real quick what, what this is all about. Uh Ooh, yes. Yeah, yes, I love little, it. Little video action here for some of us. Uh, this is uh let's just go back here. I gotta fix the sound. Here we go. <laughs> I got too much fucking money on this. This is not his TV, mind you. It's somebody else's TV. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. That is a dude taking sports way too seriously. Dude, like you
0: look at that and you're like So that's not even his T V, right? He's at a friend's house, they're watching the game, having
1: a bud, true. True. And now So only, let me ask you, like yeah. let's say let's say Ghost comes over, y'all are watching the Super Bowl and I'm just gonna hypothetically I'm gonna pretend like Ghost is the Eagles fan. Um, he fucking smashes your TV. What are you gonna do, man? Like, are you just gonna be all capacetic like these other guys were? Like Dude. they didn't seem to like react too heavy to that. I I'd probably be throwing some hands, honestly. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't I don't think I'd be taken too lightly about it. Needless to say, the person would be be definitely uh paying for another T V.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, oh, yeah. at the very least, is paying for the fucking TV. No, that is that's wild, man. Uh, people get insane with sports, and yeah. I, I get it to agree. But damn, and we'll I've just... never smashed a monitor or like. No. Busted my TV or nothing like that for over a fucking sports no. game. Hell Not a TV.
0: Well, this guy was apparently betting because he says I, I got a lot of money on this. Right? He said that.
1: Yeah, that's true. But still, <laughs> but you're in a friend's lost house, even dude. More money. You're in a buddy's house, yeah, and you're just smashing his shit. Fucking TV. Right. Yeah. Now you're losing
0: more money because so, I guarantee that motherfucker was paying for another TV.
1: Yeah, so x amount plus whatever that fucking big flat screen costs
0: <laughs> yeah so now you're what a genius yeah it's just not good like just, just stay away from the betting that that's the, another di- addiction people don't think about too much is the the uh the betting addiction i never really cared for it i don't go to casinos with hundreds or thousands of dollars and feel like i need to blow it you know i never got that drive so i
1: got a. I got kind of like a funny story about that um that guy, the same guy who told me I should have never told that story to everybody about me, the guy watching his poop. Um, wait, where was that? Just before that, I've lost my train of thought. Ah, fuck.
0: Where you were, or just now?
1: The betting? oh, okay, okay. The betting. Okay. All right. So this guy I was working with, he'd have me like write down his numbers and or text his numbers into his guy because. Like the guy only wanted text messages and the guy I was working with wasn't like tech literate enough to like put his bets in. So I knew this guy betted like three times a day, every day. Yeah. All day. <laughs> so it's it's crazy, man. People get fucking hooked for that shit. Like yeah. they win one good time and they think they're just gonna be like that forever. But these bookies are smart, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they know how to make the money. They don't do that shit for no reason. I know. know?
0: They know what they're doing, man. And they're, they're breaking all the rules. Yeah, They're taking their money and they're, they're they're booking it. Hence the name bookie. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) yeah.
0: Like scratch (laughs) off tickets, man. I, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't play them. I don't, I don't buy them. I don't, I mean, during Christmas Eve, my mom buys like scratch off for everybody. And that's the only time I pretty much yeah. play scratch offs. I don't actively go into the machine and press the buttons and spend $30. on. T- I, I just don't do it. I just don't care. Yeah,
1: do yeah. I, I see people in there who. I worked at a gas station when I was young, and uh, I'd have people come in all night, man. Oh. They'd go, they'd come in, buy their scratchers, scratch like $150 worth of scratchers outside. 'Cause I was tired of them scratching their little scratches all over the counter. Yeah, they're making a freaking
0: mess for you to <laughs> but, clean up, man. That's that's not right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't wasn't fucking cool. No. But anyway, they'd come in back and forth all fucking night, spend I'd count up to like two grand and one night on fucking scratch offs. And I'm like, Minga, you. are you really getting your return back on that like at all? Or are you just doing this? For the thrill of it at this point. I like I I don't understand. I think it's for the thrill, man.
0: I, I don't I don't see how <laughs> anybody could lose, 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 get their ass handed to them every time they play and still want to play. It's I think it's
1: the thrill. Has to be. Which I do have a funny story about that. One guy actually did win big. He bought a ten dollar scratch off and won like a million dollars. And after taxes, I think he got like probably like Six hundred, maybe five hundred thousand. Understandable, but anyway, it's a big, long sum of money. Yeah, Next, this dude was very like um low class kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? He was always driving around in a beater and like a car that like halfway worked. It'd break down like every other week in my parking lot. So this guy was not the guy to give money. Um, the next time I see this dude, he pulls up and, like, escalade. you got to be careful. And <laughs> it's, like, fully decked out. He's got the full package. He bought his girlfriend a new ass truck. It's like, <laughs> bro, that money is going to be gone yes. so fast. Spend it fetch than you
0: win it. I thought you were going to sit there and yeah, say he exactly. was going to spend it on more fucking lottery and just blow it all on that. Now, that's even worse. Granted, now he at least now, bought that himself. that would be fucking hilarious. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> happened. That's just it, like. There's 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 a place yeah. in uh, about 40 45 minutes away in Canadagua. It's a town called Canadagua, and there's there's a, a it's a gaming it's got a gaming track and all that like a horse races and all that. And I've heard stories where people won like 50 grand and just blew it all on another horse race and lost it. And I'm like, what? I'm Like you leave, you take Why? that money and you leave. You get the fuck out
1: of there. You leave. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, but that that's fucked, man. You put 50 thousand in front of my face. You'll see my ass real quick. I'll be honest with be you. I'm gonna be walking out the fucking door. At
0: that point, <laughs> you might as well be called Mister Hands because the horse just fucked you. <laughs> just fucked you. Oh, oh
1: no, it didn't. <laughs> out of your money. That was good, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, man, you're on it with your puns tonight. I love it. <laughs> or I don't know if it. I don't know if it technically be a pun, but it was fucking. It was golden. <laughs> I do my best. I do my best. Hey here. man. Hey, you do what you can as a a uh, just average blue collar guy right that's right you know <laughs> i we all work for a living we're
0: hard workers we get behind a microphone after a long day's work and we talk about a non- bunch of nonsense right and then uh we we go home and we sleep we sleep good at night knowing what we've done
1: absolutely brother i agree <laughs> man um, it, hell it, if i didn't have this I'd, i don't know what i would do creatively like before i kind of did like video game stuff like I'd do some uh some streaming like recorded videos yeah i well i actually can't stream from where i'm at because my uh upload speeds are so shit oh really (laughs) yeah we live out in the country and like i barely get enough internet to game so oh man (laughs) like live is out of the question and it kind of sucks man because as i've got into it more and more i've felt more comfortable to do that but i just don't have any means to
0: yeah. Um, right now, we're trying to yeah. uh, get a legitimate like connection to do streaming. Uh, Omen's got a really great idea, and his uh, little project's going to be called Drunken Buttons. Uh, we're not going to give too much mm-hmm. details away, but uh, we're, we're working on it. It's it's going to happen. Uh, we're going stri- to yeah, get some game Hell, streaming. Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to get some game streaming. It's like it's like this show has turned into a brand and now we're just, uh, we're evolving and expanding, you know, got the vlogs going. We just started that up not long ago. We're going to have that going. Uh, I just, I've seen that. yeah, man, it's uh, it's fun, dude. It's, I like, I like the aspect that we, we can go outside the the show and, and do different projects, you know?
1: Yeah, man, if, if it's something that brings you joy in your life, why the fuck not? Um, like, especially with like vlogs and, uh, vlogs are just fun. In my opinion, I've done a couple myself and, you just can kind of like really get off your chest. What's what you're thinking. And, uh, honestly my best, like I riff the best, I think when I'm alone and kind of in my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So that's why when I did a vlog, um, it was kind of like a hike. I just took a walk and just kind of talked about life. Really?
0: Sometimes it's all you need to do, man. I I know some people think that a vlog has to be the most meaningful, deepest thing in the world, but even if you're just sharing an experience, right, and you're you're giving somebody insight about what you're experiencing at that time through your eyes, whether it be the soundtrack you choose for it or the way you edit the video and all that, it's still a vlog that is worthwhile because now you're bringing somebody into that world. It's not even just about like, I know everybody's like, oh, I got to have a deep message. It's not always
1: about that. No, sometimes it's just about like kicking back and relaxing Hell yeah. and the people who identify with that. that's cool, man. I, if I can find your crowd and jive with them, that's what, that's what this thing's all about, I think. And, um, I've tried to cultivate that myself lately and what I'm doing and try to, I don't know, just connect harder with my, with my audience that I do have and. I I've been enjoying the fuck out of it, man. I got to be honest with you. That's the right? most important part I'm just, of
0: it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like here lately it's just taken off more than I ever thought it would. So, I, if I were just to stay here with the people I have now, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too, you know, sad on that, right? No, uh,
0: man. No, that's just it, man. You know, people around you, you got to keep the good ones. The ones that try to bring you down or talk shit about the so and so, and just just bring all the negativity. You gotta, you gotta just gotta cut them out. Just
1: wash that shit away. Yeah, it's not healthy, man. Nah, the randomness. And podcast, some people.
0: He says a little late, but I made it. What's up, boys? They are on oh, with us right oh, now
1: as we speak. Oh yeah. What's up? Woo woo. Hey man, that dude. Um, honestly, I I gotta. I talked about him earlier with the mics, but Kevin, he's been awesome in helping me uh, just grow this thing. And he kind of gave me the confidence to put more time into it, you know? Absolutely. There was a point where uh, I was off for like probably a month or so. Like I didn't post. I was in like just depressed and like I couldn't bear to even like point the camera at myself and like lie to people and say that I'm okay. So I took a long break, and Kevin reached out to me at that point, and it fucking meant a lot, man. Like, uh, it really hit me deep. And since then, I've been 100 with fucking uh, Kevin. Like, I'll support that fucking podcast till the day I die, man. They're they're really funny, and uh, I definitely suggest everybody go fucking – Check that shit out. Hell yeah, go,
0: go check them out over here. The Randomness Podcast. These these fucking guys are great. They're funny as shit too, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they are, dude. And that him and uh, Matt. Oh my god, those guys. They have like a chemistry like you guys have. Well, that's just they it. Can kind of just riff off each other. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's just it. The chemistry is there, and that's 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 a key thing. If you're gonna have in studio co hosts, you got to have the, the the chemistry, right? So uh, as, yeah, as they absolutely. say. Aw. <laughs> You've been killing it, bro. We appreciate you," he said They say, Dude, that's amazing." See, that's what I love about this uh, this, yeah. this, this this Clash of the Casters crew. We have a uh, a, a support so good, system, man. you know.
1: Yeah, man. And honestly, I don't think I would have had the confidence to come on as much as I did without like this group that's just been like fucking like I'll post links on uh, on the chat, and people check me out and like show their support to me and. I don't think I could have done it without him, man, honestly. uh, Without that solid support system there, it would have been very hard. And I might have even gave up, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, and that's the unfortunate side of podcasting. Um, There are people out there that will start, right? And they get five episodes in. They're not seeing the numbers. Again, here's the key part. They're worried about numbers, right? So then they wake yeah. up each night or each morning from another night of doing a show or whatever, and they're not getting the satisfaction out of it, so then they quit. And that's not the right way to go about it. You're battling a lot of things. This is not an easy gig to get started into. I'll be the first one to tell you that. But I will say it is fun. And if you're having fun, that's the most important part of it. So just stick with it, man. That's that's the key right there, sticking with
1: it, consistency. Yeah, man yeah for sure and if if you're not in it and you're just looking for the views it's going to convey in your content and your material like people are going to see that and they're going to not want to watch it obviously i mean that the truer you are to yourself and to the people that you're showing this stuff to uh the better reaction i think you're going to receive and just put your heart into it, basically. You know. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, That's the thing I've learned over the years of doing this. Don't even pay attention too much to the uh, the viewer count, especially when you're doing it live. Don't pay attention to it. Don't even look at it. Don't even worry yeah. about it, because you know what? It's gonna it's gonna mentally fuck you up. And if you're brand yeah, new to this thing, yeah, if thing, you're right? watching
1: the numbers, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. brand
0: new to this thing, you're looking at you're like, oh my god, there's zero fucking eyes on this. Like then you start. F- panicking and you start just don't even worry about it. Just relax. Have a beer. Have a have a good time. You know, just enjoy it as it as it comes to you. You know?
1: Yeah. Dumb smoke you a number, whatever you gotta do. Whatever man. you gotta hell, do, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but oh shit. I'm bad about losing my trying to fall uh speaking up because of smoking numbers. So oh, that's, that's <laughs> I'm sorry good. for that guys <laughs> if I lose my train of thought and I get fucking cloudy headed. Hey, it but happens
0: to the best of I'm, us.
1: am Yeah, yeah, I'm here and uh I'm enjoying the shit out of this man. Uh it's been fucking very cool. Hell yeah, man. Uh if you like music, right? You like going to shows? Uh yeah, yeah. Um I used to actually do the whole like Hardcore scene and stuff when I was like just getting out of high school, and I played in a band, I played bass a little bit in a band, and uh, we did local shows there, and that was a fucking very cool experience. Hell yeah, I wasn't very good, but, but hey, you <laughs> it had was fun though. to just get up there with, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like this like, um, it wasn't, it's not like the greatest thing ever, but I've definitely put in my At least put my heart into it, you know. Absolutely, I was jumping all over that stage and getting sweaty and nasty and crab corn. That's the best way, man. (laughs) Slapping the bass, as the randomness podcast says.
0: So this, uh, oh yeah, slapping the bass. This Saturday, we are not going to be live on the main show because we are going to go see White Tides headlining at Photo City Music Hall at. The Atlantic, uh, 543 Atlantic Avenue, Rochester, New York. If you're local here in the ROC, baby, you will be able to see these guys live. Unfortunately, though, for the last time, because this is a farewell show, it just came out. It was just announced. White Tides is playing their last show here in Rochester, New York. You will see other faces and other beautiful, wonderful voices of Perspectives, Inertia, Gainer, and Easy Death all there. Again, tickets, $10. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're in the ROC, baby, you can go see this show and watch White Tides perform one last time. It's going to be huge, man. If you're in this area, please, I implore you, go check out this show. So I don't know if you've ever heard of White Tides, man, but these guys are great. We've had them on the show, actually, on Rock Hard um, about a year or so ago. and These guys were great. They have such great talent. It's really sad to see these guys... Disband. I'm. I'm actually gonna be honored to watch their last show this Saturday. But I will say this: I am not worried about those guys because they have such great talent, every one of them. And I wish them all the best in their future endeavors. For sure,
1: they're gonna be great wherever they go. Are are any of them doing any like uh, different projects after that dies down or? You know
0: that's a good Um, question, man. They never really uh, came out with that. They just pretty much announced that they're disbanding and uh, this is the last show. And it just came out of it came out of nowhere, to be honest with you.
1: Well, yeah, I get it, man. Uh, Life changes, and people like you know have kids, and oh yeah, absolutely. uh, Sometimes it just gets a lot harder to to follow your passions. I mean, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes that's just evolving, man.
0: Yeah. Well, these guys are pretty young, man. They're in their twenties. Uh, oh wow! I'm very yeah. So I'm, they got
1: the yeah. I'm very hopeful for these guys. Them, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, if yeah. and you know how it is, man. Sometimes a band has creative differences, and one guy wants to do one, and the other person wants to do the other thing. Understandable,
1: right? You right. Know? Uh, yeah. There,
0: there was another band and that was as here. long as
1: it was a clean break. Oh yeah, absolutely. I
0: I don't. I don't think there was any bad animosity towards each other. It's just like the other band, Diluted, that was here in the ROC. They disbanded last year, and nobody saw that coming. But they're out doing other things, doing great things. And um, I I have the same expectation for these guys here in White Tides. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I wish them all the best, and I'll definitely at least check them out. I don't know if they have. uh, Well, they got like Apple or. Apple music or Spotify or yeah, they're on Spotify they're on all that. or anything right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool deal. I'll definitely check them out.
0: You like yourself some hard ass metal that that's, they got some hard ass metal for you. Hey,
1: <laughs> I'm the type of guy who uh, gets in moods for me, different types of music. So yeah, whatever I'm in the mood for, if I, if I really want to get into a damn, uh, <laughs> worked up or something like that, that's, <laughs> that's definitely what I'm going to, Play for sure
0: oh absolutely sometimes you got
1: to get worked up right yeah man like hell you're feeling kind of tired and going into work and you just just need something to grab you by the balls and yeah. fucking drive you right you need it sometimes yeah, so, it's good for you gives you vitamins so, uh, and minerals <laughs> yeah vitamins and minerals v-
0: vitamins and minerals <laughs> inside the side, the
1: vegetable <laughs> do you see the cucumber guy the cucumber no i never saw the cucumber <laughs> You you Pick definitely got to watch that later. Oh, is it on YouTube? <laughs> no, it's just a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the cucumber guy. Cucumber. Cool. Cucumber. He has he has a short little song about it. It's fucking hilarious. It's like some vitamins and minerals. Vitamins and minerals. <laughs> this must yeah, be new. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I've been saying that for know. a long time. I'm man. dumb and I'm real dumb and like little shit like that. will fucking crack me up. <laughs>
0: Dude, sometimes you got to look at it like the most simplest thing is it goes a long way. You know, a little bit of something goes a long way. If if somebody overdoes something, it gets kind of like too much, right? You just you don't yeah. want to go overboard on something.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You try to I try to write it in too sometimes, but yep. <laughs> Hell, sometimes you just gotta set us on the old dome, right? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well man it was good hanging out with you thank you for coming out with me dude seriously
1: hey thank you brother I appreciate it man um, like I said I'm a huge fan and thank uh, you this is my first like, live experience so awesome. you popped the fuck out of my cherry bro. I it's pop the
0: fuck out of your cherry all over the wall.
1: woo yeah, kids what do you say about that the
0: from the fort. <laughs> we'll give him a one up <laughs> one
1: up oh fuck <laughs> I was waiting for that. That was
0: beautiful. There you go, man. You got the one up. If you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page there for the Embalm Effect. Share, like, and follow. And then go to the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and hit the bell for all the good times because it'll keep you updated, you know? All the updates on the Embalm Effect. (laughs) Woo!
1: Hey, um, also, you guys, if uh, you enjoyed some of this, uh, definitely check out my youtube go check losers out for life on youtube go check out justin that's the number four not the letters so losers for life that's him check me out i got some funny shit on there i appreciate you Mom. you're you're the fucking man
0: dude you're the man too i appreciate you listening and coming on to the show and chatting with me and hanging out you've been a trooper
1: hey, hey man <laughs> it, it, it's been my pleasure
0: Thank you, man. Colin says it was fun watching. Thank you, Colin. Hope to see you in future episodes. And uh, we will be live on March 4th on the regular show on that Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know what the Pacific is. Don't get me on on that. That's probably like three hours behind us. But anyways, we'll be on 6 p.m. Eastern time as we always are. Um, Justin, thank you again for coming out with me. This is the M Embalm effects. Thank you again. Bye. The M bomb effect